Hi, I'm Kim Wilson. And I'm Natasha Marchevka. And this is Speechless. Speechless. Welcome to our behind-the-scenes take on Real Life in VO, where we share our stories, our resources, and our unsolicited opinions. Today, we have somebody from the industry, the podcast industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can do... you. You've met our guest before, so I'd like you to do the introduction. Sure. Our guest is Mia Kanzaki, and she works at Studio Resonate, which you'll learn more about. It's in San Francisco. This woman knows her stuff about advertising. Um, she they used, it used to be Pandora, but now Studio Resonate does all the creative for SiriusXM, Stitcher, um, Pandora, and more. Super impressive. I met her when I was on her panel at That's VoiceOver in December of 2023. There it is. And... She's going to share with us about what Studio Resonate is, what makes the podcast read different than any other read, uh, and a little bit more looking into the future. So have a listen. So Mia, we start every show with a cheer, you know, cheers, sharing a beverage, what have you. What did you bring today? Well, I'm, I was boring and I That's brought okay. this water and it's because I'm in the office, if you can see in Oakland. Yes, you're um, in the office in Oakland. I, am. Yeah. I, had to, I, I usually, I work from home a lot, but today we had like a big meeting, team meeting. So it was important to come in. Thank you for being here. Something <laughs> creative and fancy if I was from home, probably some kombucha or something like that, but ice water. So, nice. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cheers <laughs> to your ice water. <laughs> what did you bring, Kim? I brought, I made um, a violet Cosmo. Hello. And I didn't have any violets, so I stuck a raspberry on there. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. What'd you bring? Um, They have these nice beverages on the rocks. This is jalapeno pineapple uh, margarita. I knew you would like it, Kim. So actually my husband, we got it for him and I'm like, I want to try this. Yeah. Um, It smells strong. Right out of the bottle? Oh no. I was wondering (laughs) if you should take a swig. (laughs) Cheers. 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 Welcome. Welcome. Mm. Mine smells a bit chemically. Mm. Mine tastes a little yum yum. (laughs) I'm not sure about it yet. I'll let you know. Mia, we're going to start you off right away. Our audience, we we want you to educate them, please, on what Studio Resonate is, uh, because it it sounds a little more complicated than complicated than the average studio. Can you fill in our viewers and our listeners with what it is? Yeah, definitely. It does take a little bit of explaining. So Studio Resonate is an audio creative agency, and we create award-winning campaigns for the portfolio of advertisers within the SiriusXM media portfolio. And this includes Pandora and SiriusXM and SoundCloud and um, our network of podcasts. And then we also, our reach goes even beyond that because we can serve ads programmatically with on other platforms. So I met Mia um, at That's VoiceOver in the, at the end of 2023. We were on a panel together. She hosted it. It was about podcast ads. And then I noticed, Mia, you wrote a brilliant article, blog post on that topic. Um, and so we'll share it in the resources. I was just going to say, let's link it. Show. 
Um, but then I noticed in my morning brew newsletter, you're also, you have ads out to make ads. I guess it's the marketing brew uh, part. Oh, so right. they advertise for advertisers to advertise with them, <laughs> to spend money with them. But it, so it is complicated, but brilliant. So the bottom line is you guys produce amazing ads for satellite radio and podcasts. Bottom line, right? And streaming music. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Right. That makes sense. All right. So now the second part of that question is what makes a podcast read for a voice talent different than your average commercial radio read? Because we've <laughs> noticed that it's different mm -hmm. um, and we can hear the, the difference, but I just would like to know from your perspective. Yeah, it's a really good question. And it is something, so we acquired Stitcher a few years back, which was a podcasting platform. It, it has podcasts like Conan Needs a Friend and Crime Junkies, really popular. Smartless. Oh, that's actually on a, a different, no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good job. I love that. Thank we'll you know. get rid of that. We'll get yeah. rid of that. I'll edit that out. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then we were like, okay, we what is we really were like diving into podcasts and knew that there was this huge opportunity, you know, and we we're like, what, what is our perspective on what these ads sound like? And so, you know, took cues from like, say NPR or New York times. I think they do a really great job with their podcast advertising where it sounds just very native. You know, the creative sounds like it fits so seamlessly with within the podcast. Um, and it's definitely different. You know, you think of like terrestrial radio, this is something like before we acquired Stitcher, we would compare terrestrial radio to streaming music, audio, streaming audio. Um, and you know how terrestrial radio, you're in the car. I mean, Sirius XM, you're also in the car. Um, but you think of that like traditional radio and you know, the person is maybe not really paying attention and you know, you're just kind of, you don't know what the audio quality is like. It's kind of blasting, you know, in the car. Um, things are improving with technology now, you know, in the, in the cars now, but, um, and you know, you really have to like break through, you mm. know, say the, advertiser name a bunch of times, um, you know, how do you get through in that environment? Whereas like in streaming music, the person has their earbuds in, um, you know, they're like, you can do like really interesting things with the sound design and the voice acting as well. Um, you know, and it's definitely a like a more intimate experience. And then with podcasting, we kind of think of it, you know, what it, it's, that's even a, another, again, a different listening experience where someone, you know, puts, say someone puts music on and they're like, yeah, you know, I want to feel, be in a good mood and listen to this music, you know, where with the podcast, they're like, okay, I want to learn something or I want to be entertained or, but I'm really listening, you know? Yes. Um, so it's, it's, we definitely think it's important to like customize the creative. It's going to resonate better, you know, with your audience, if you really customize it to that mindset that they're in. And so we came up with this term called the leaned in mind um, for podcast listening, where it's like, you know, this person, they're like information, they're like sponges, you know, their brains are like soaking in the information. And so maybe like an educational approach could be good, you know, for the script or, you know, and definitely so we're all getting to like this, you know, the voiceover read as well, you know, um, if it's something like, you know, Sunday, 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 we use that example, you know, that yeah. might not over so well you know that right. he is like want is there to like listen to their podcast host who they feel like a connection with like you know they feel like they're a friend sort of almost you know right um 
and you know what is going to that might actually turn them off you know that type of uh, read and so imagine uh, how jarring that would be yeah. you know yeah. you're <laughs> listening so intently it feels intimate and you're in the middle of the story or the whatever's mm -hmm. happening in the podcast yeah you don't want that sound that right in your face sound yeah 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 and that's why we had the panel uh in was it in Burbank no it was in LA um about this very thing and I was honored to be on that panel because I was an example of the podcast read for our podcast Kim we have ads and we try to keep it in the same brand as our podcast so every I mean there's music too you talked about that Mia but I'm sure in that realm as well there's different styles of music so you want to connect with that listener that target and it's super specific right yeah um would you say that they're mostly even if it's a a, a high amped energy podcast with you know bad i'm thinking of i listen to bad dates i don't yeah, know if it's on stitcher or not. okay so <laughs> I know that's another she, that's also on like the smart list <laughs> network oh it is okay <laughs> so she um she does her own her own ads, ads. um mm. yeah but she she doesn't she meets them um i don't know how she her energy is different per product mm -hmm. you know so i thought that was interesting um peloton her, when she talks about peloton it's very different in how she talks about um like online therapy mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that is actually just a little inside scoop story, um, like Better Health. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah Better Sorry, Health. Better that's health, what it is. If you're familiar oh. with. Um, so I think that the um, direction with that brand in particular was like, you know, this isn't necessarily a topic where you want to like ad lib and riff and be funny, you know, necessarily and just be more earnest, you know, um, as opposed to like a bidet, you know, or like right. Kind of be like oh you know get all funny and inappropriate and you know <laughs> yeah 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 oh, so the ads are not only geared to the podcast or the streaming music but also geared then to the advertiser and it's super specific and and the amount of information and analytics you guys use mm. to then be creative is amazing so share with us what is is involved in being the creative director at studio resonate Sure. Um, so I basically help lead campaigns. Um, we, I'll just go chronologically, like we're often involved in like a pitch for a campaign. So like an advertiser, there's something called an RFP um, request for a proposal. Well, they'll send, you know, they're like, hey, we're in the media agency usually is interested in um, your platform for this campaign. And what do you got? You know, so at that point, we can like, you know, brainstorm with the team. I work with writers and audio producers um, and ops operations, of course, as well. Um, and we'll like that. Those are some of the most fun times is like brainstorming. You know, we have a brief. Um, we're just like oh this would be cool this would be cool you know and we just like no you know no idea is bad and we just like jot, try to jot everything down and afterwards like make sense of it you know and <laughs> um but we yeah we just try to like push ourselves creatively and be really innovative and then um, we also work very closely with our sales partners. Um, mm -hmm. So they're the ones who are like really running like all the you know comms with like the media agency and making these um, have these things happen. Um, but they'll send like if we put together like a 
a pitch deck or something like that, or make like mock audio creative for them to see how it could come to life. Um, we've definitely seen that help a lot with these pitches. Um, and then a lot of times it also like helps like with our work because, you know, if the brand is like, oh, we loved your pitch, you know, and then it's like, oh, okay, we're like kind of halfway there, you know, with the idea, we have the idea, they really like it. Um, and then we just, it makes things easier for us and that part, we were able to go faster too, you know, if that, if that is the process. And then, you know, when the campaign does get sold in and then we just, you know, full steam ahead, we work on the creative um, and, you know, go through that whole process. Um, and yeah, I'm just helping to oversee. I'm, 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 I do a lot of presentations as well. Um, like, I don't know, not necessarily similar to the panel that we did, but, you know, where um, sales would usually sales identifying an opportunity there, maybe they're like, Hey, there's this advertiser. We have a, we think that um, having a creative expert in the room could really help mm. um, drive, you know, more business. And so we usually will meet with the um, salesperson, maybe the client ahead of time, um, make sure we have all the background we need and like customize um, a presentation. And we've been doing more since the pandemic, like in person too, like traveling sometimes. Um, yeah. We last year went to Chicago or Chicago office and they brought in like a bunch of clients and we did it was, oh, cool. it was like a couple days of like three or four presentations a day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but it's really, it's like challenging, but it's also very, it's such a different experience when you can like be there in the room with people yeah. and build those relationships. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes clients will bring the creative to you and then other times you have this incredible opportunity. Yeah. 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 Well, um, our, Studio Resonate is definitely scoped to work. We always say like, we'll work with you any way you want, you know, right. like we can build everything from scratch. Or if you would prefer to write the script, we can produce it. We can work with creative agencies, you know, collaborate. Cause oftentimes, you know, a lot of creative, creative agencies are very focused on like video creative or like, you know, those out of sure. home or, you know, experiential, like those kinds of things, but they understand that like, we really specialize in audio. Right. Um, so right. that is like kind of the niche we're able to fill. Um, and they're like, and, and I think a lot of advertisers appreciate the fact that we really understand our platform well, and we know what works well. Um, and right. yeah, that is the value. Right also bring um, so our audience voice talent are dying to know what is the casting process like and how do we become um visible to you guys yeah i think we always we say get in touch with steve pogatch um he's really like the lead and of you know our roster our voiceover roster um mm -hmm. and i think they You've had him on your podcast before. Yeah, right? have. He was in the first. <laughs> He's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I would I would definitely defer her to him as the expert in terms of like how to you know get connect with us. Okay. Um, but I will. I can share that after you are on our roster. Um, we definitely like our team of producers knows all the voice talent really well. Knows like their particular strengths and their personalities. And, you know, even myself, like, um, you know, listening to a lot of the creative, I often have like somebody who can pop to mind sometimes, you know, if mm -hmm. there's a script right. where it's like a certain character, a certain type of read, you know, or we're trying to target a certain type of audience, you know, like what um, type of voice might, might mm -hmm. work for a certain campaign. I do want to share with our audience. It is yeah. very difficult to get on the 
Ross. Oh yes, we should. Yeah, there's already a waiting list. It was like four oh, years. Years ago. Yeah. And yeah. Kim and I are not on the roster, and we no, we are not admitted, uh, like more than once. Yeah. So for our listeners, <laughs> everyone probably wants doesn't to like be, us. Everyone wants to be. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it is. <laughs> we no, call it. Pen- <laughs> that that's a great point, Mia. Actually, we should talk about that, but. Um, to be on the Pandora roster, which is what it used to be called now at Studio Resonate, is a big deal. You don't just get with you guys. So for right. our listeners, just know that I know the list is over 400, probably over 500 in terms of a waiting list. And Kim and I didn't even make the waiting list. So just <laughs> so you know, that's a thing. But Mia, great point. There is a reason why we're not on it. And, and that's Part of our job is to accept those realities, which is there's enough of people, you know, people that sound like us. You already have the great talent that has the that have the voice for the targets that you're going right. after. Right, right. The the sound. Do you want to elaborate at all on that, Mia? Because it's it's logical. Right. Yeah, I think that um, when we uh, several years back when we started out the roster was smaller. And as we grew, especially like recently with our Stanford Sonic Diversity Initiative, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with. Yeah, he shared that with us. Can you say that a bit slower so that we can refer back (laughs) to that? Because it's so important. Stand for Sonic Diversity. I believe that's the website.com. I can send it if that's not correct. But I put it at the bottom. Um, And yeah, you can learn about it. So, you know, we realized that in our casting practices, we could do better, you know, in terms of like casting diverse voices. So we made, Mm -hmm. we, you know, looked at all of like who we were casting and the demographics of it and made a, you know, um, just decided to go for this purpose, you know, where we wanted to um, cast more diverse voices, more Black voices. Um, And we also have like, you know, Spanish speaking um, actor, voiceover actors as well. Um, So just, you know, really taking a look in the mirror kind of, you know, and being like, we can, let's, let's, you know, focus on this. And we definitely have. Um, and I think there's, there's some stats on the website too. Um, I don't, I haven't, don't have them memorized, unfortunately, offhand. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that is something we are always thinking about. And it's, and also it's not just casting diverse voices because of the target audience or because it's a certain type of campaign, but just across the board, you yeah. know, right. Just, you know, <laughs> we right. need we need a more diverse like soundscape and in advertising is important. It, it does, even though it's like, I mean, yes, it's advertising, but it does affect people's perceptions, you know, and the more yeah. that we're, it's like, there's representation yes. uh, of diverse voices, the better our world's going to be. Amen. Oh yeah. Very good I love that. that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Thank you for all this amazing info. We're going to um, take a quick break and then come back. I'm going to ask Mia about what the future holds. And of course, you're not a fortune teller, but you're highly educated. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with that answer. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show as much as we are. We do want to pop in with our little speechless promo here. We have a few things to tell you about. Yeah. Uh, first of all, our 100th episode is in tribute to um, the late and lovely talent, Maggie Peisner. And on that show, we're going to be giving away a lot of prizes. In order to be 
Good ones. Yeah, good ones. In order to be in that and participate in that, you have to be on our newsletter list. So those of you who are already on, we got you. If you want to be part of that prize giveaway, uh, which will include plenty of industry prizes, yeah. go to our website at speechlessvo.com and sign up to be in our newsletter. Further to that, though, Kim and I have created something we call the super secret VO support group. So if you're a working pro. Not and, so secret. <laughs> yeah, not so secret. Uh, if you're a working pro and you're kind of tired of Facebook groups, but you want to share with like-minded um, working pros, well, us. Share and get advice and... Right. We're going to be talking business, lottery. Uh, VO business, uh, VO career, creative questions, um, but a Marketing group sharing, yeah. group participating, a little bit of kumbaya kind of a feel. Uh, sorry, Kim, if <laughs> my fluffy words, but it's an online community. Uh, you'll go to speechlessvo.com. Check out our Speechless VO Secret Society. You can be part of the behind the scenes community that is not Facebook. And so we can do it old school, have an off, um, you know, offline, not offline, it's online, but it's behind the scenes chat. And then once a month, we are doing um, one hour or more VO live support group type of things. Yes. We share wins and goals and advice each other marketing advice with each other yeah so Creative go advice. to our website any kind of advice any kind of advice <laughs> catch you later Okay, Mia, um, you've seen some creative shifts thanks to, say, the pandemic and thanks to the growth of your the business and, and the company that's grown enormously. Uh, how long have you been there, by the way? Uh, this year, it'll be nine years, I think. So yeah. you've seen immense changes in the <laughs> yeah. company. Yeah, way different. So... Okay, you're not a fortune teller, but you're you are very educated and highly creative. Yeah. What do you think? We have diverse voices and and including everyone that we can. Next five years, any you want to give us anything creatively that you're thinking may be um certainly what voiceover is going to sound like. Yeah. Um I can start off, actually, I'm going to cheat a little bit and start off like with things I have seen like recently. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would say the diverse voices is a part of it. Also just the really conversational read, which I know is kind of like a, I don't know, overused chestnut <laughs> at this point, I guess. It's right? standard. It's a standard, um, right? But yeah, I did. It's interesting. I mean, it is like in my time here, I have seen that shift, you know, from the more like, oh, is an ad read is supposed to sound like this? oh no, it's actually, it should sound like this, you know? So I feel like it is an interesting trend that mm -hmm. I feel like is going to continue. And I wonder, I, yeah, I can't, you're right. I can't see into the future, you know? So I wonder if that's going to shift even more, like mm -hmm. thinking about like Gen Z and alpha, what, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I think they're, they're very, I have kids also, <laughs> um, but they're very critical of advertising. Do you right? know what I mean? They're like, sure, yeah. Can I swear? I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. We encourage it. We like, do all the time. Do the bullshit, you know? And they're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I just want something real. I want people to like mess up or I want there to be like a weird edit and I want something weird, you know? So uh, I feel like yeah. they, and they're so like immersed in digital too. Like, you know, they're just many different people. I've just come to that, you know, realize that fact and be okay with it, you know? Like I was yeah. like, yeah. 
was not the one who was like when I was growing up, you know, just like on screens yeah. all the time. They're just gonna be different, but that's okay. You know, they, that's just the way it is. So I do wonder, like, I think that they're definitely gonna shape like what that new direction will be. And it'll be really interesting yeah. to see. Um, but I do think it will probably I don't know. The only thing I can th think of right now is like memes or be being weirder or something or quirkier, you quirkier. know? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. And maybe letting mistakes shine through a little bit. Yeah. 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 Right. That's um, true. Actually for podcast ads too. I think we say that for host reads, that's often something that makes them sound so genuine and authentic is because they're not perfect. They're not polished. They're not as scripted, you know, it's somebody right. just off the cuff and that makes it more endearing. Um, yeah. True. True. Mia, you so my stuttering with... might be helpful here, guys. <laughs> you had shared with me the gold standard, and that was Conan's um, podcast. When you listen to his ads, and you can go onto YouTube and look him up, and it's Conan Needs a Friend mm -hmm. um, is the podcast. And you listen, and some of them were under a minute, but most of them were way over. It's long. Yeah. Um, and that's. Mia, you called that the gold standard, and I think that's really good information for voice talent. But to know that there's host reads, there's voiceover read reads, which are super conversational still, and then um, this idea that we have to look to our kids or the youngest generation to see what they're doing. Because I have teenagers too, mm -hmm. and um, and and Kim has some older teenagers. <laughs> what are they in, yeah quirky <laughs> weird yeah that's who the marketers are always interested in you know is the, that younger yeah. is going to be buying things for a long time right um, exactly yeah. <laughs> well thank you so 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 much for being here we're yeah. so honored you're brilliant thank you so much <laughs> it was a pleasure really. cheers really Talk cheers this episode of speechless is brought to you by voice talent need quiet for us, quiet comes in the form of a Studio Bricks booth. I love my Studio Bricks because it's whisper quiet in my incredibly noisy neighborhood. And I love my booth because when clients see me on Zoom, they know I'm a pro. <laughs> Go to studiobricks.com. World-class sound isolation, light environmental footprint. Kim, have you ever made a pillow tent in your hotel room when a client asks for an audition or a job when you're away? Yes. Yes. And I know what you're going to say. Vomo, the VO mobile booth, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a portable vocal booth and ready for recording wherever and whenever. I feel like I really need that because I get nervous about pillow forts. So, um, yeah. so why do we need it then? Because it folds up very nice and neat and you can take it with you wherever you go. Absolutely. And you can check it easily, which I've done many times. And also it comes with accessories like a light. You can position your mic however you want. Uh, no more pillow forts, please. Yes, please. Vocalboothtogo.com for VO recording and accessories. Speechless.